Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. I'm Eric. Uh, Before diving in, I want to check in on our previous extremely successful and in no way dangerous project, Elevator 2.0. I mean, you could say that we got the drop on the Elevator 1.0 market, uh, but our lawyers have asked that we don't say that. So, Eric, you might not know this, but sometimes there's nothing that soothes the weary soul except for seeing two adults pretend to punch each other. Pretend to punch each other? Today, our project from our long-suffering stakeholders is nothing less than Wrestling (laughs) 2.0. Okay. I, I take issue with the pretend part of that because it's real. Don't worry about it. Now, I want to start from, you know, sort of the the preamble of a match. Wait. Just wait. Just wait. Now, when you say wrestling, Mm -hmm. there are a few different kinds of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Are we talking about all of them? Or just the one that I think we're talking about? I mean, I definitely think that all of them have high points grist for the mill if you will that we can incorporate into wrestling 2.0 okay 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 you are almost certainly correct in thinking which one i mean (laughs) okay but there's a lot of good stuff out there very good okay yes 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 there is there's a lot of good stuff and in the one that i mean particularly the the wrestling match doesn't just start there's the whole uh theatrics of it so I'm not a hundred percent like I I've I feel like I've um, absorbed this knowledge culturally, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've ever seen a full like world wrestling entertainment or even federation match in its entirety before. Mm-hmm. I think, in fact, that's very good because you're coming at this with the the. The innocence. Yeah, I was going to say the the mind of a child, but yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, and I think what that will allow you to do is question the assumptions that I've baked into my own understanding. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important. I think we we've covered this off uh, in in some of our our other sports related projects, and the thing that I want to talk about first is walkout music. Yeah, this has um, president. Pre- president precedent in other sports mm-hmm. uh notably the one that i follow most baseball mm-hmm. uh where each um batter has their own music that they like to to walk up to the plate to and so there yeah i mean um this makes a lot of sense uh i assume that for wrestling it's probably a lot more um more involved mm-hmm. there is certainly the the walkout music but it's more of a multimedia presentation Right, like a PowerPoint. Well, I mean, you're you're definitely thinking along the same line that I was thinking. In that, I okay, don't... okay, so not quite a PowerPoint, like a like a Google a Google Doc spreadsheet. Yeah, they're they're generally just pulling up Excel on the way to the ring, right? And right. what I think I uh, we can do to mix in with sort of the 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 pump up jams and the pyrotechnics is bring a bit of a slide deck. Uh, mechanism to the yeah. per, to the entire proceedings. Yeah, um, I think it's important to start with an outline, mm-hmm. 
and then break that outline down into just the most salient salient points. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have people reading your slides instead of looking at uh, your your whole entrance sort of yeah. multimedia experience. What you do want is it, it, exactly to your point, just those those main takeaways. Yeah, maybe maybe some some stats, mm -hmm. or or just just kind of breaking down your your philosophy. Mm -hmm. You know, I, as as far as I understand, in wrestling there are characters and they have um, you know themes associated with them. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be good to get a a little like um, a pricey, if you will. Mm -hmm. An overview. A bit of a truncated curriculum vitae, perhaps. That's correct. Yeah, exactly. This is like um what what matches have you won in the past? Like who who have you whoever you're facing now, have you beaten them before or or not? Or mm -hmm. are you favored or not? Um uh, it would be good for like I mean the diehard fans would know this by heart, but like if you want to expand your audience, you you should uh get use that opportunity to tell a little bit of the the backstory. Mm -hmm. So I think what we're suggesting, in fact, is, and correct me if, if, if I'm wrong and this doesn't align with what you were thinking, but a bit of almost uh, wrestler LinkedIn um, yes. that that really sort of runs down their uh, professional accomplishments. Yeah, and then other wrestlers, um, I, I guess the, the ones that, that are on their side, um, that they've worked with in the past, that they've wrestled with, like, you know, alongside in the mm -hmm. past, mm -hmm. uh, can, can give them... Um, uh, those those things like uh, those uh, recommendations mm -hmm. what, is it, what is it called on LinkedIn it is a recommendation is it sure and the other thing that that you mentioned that I really wanted to dive into is the idea of uh, power ratings which I think famously uh, were included with like a decoder on the back of like transformers packaging and <laughs> I really like that I think it's it's you know, going into a matchup, you know, instantly this such and such wrestler is very strong in like power and agility, but, mm -hmm. but, uh, their Weak in intelligence, for instance. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of dimensions that individuals could be ranked along that, that make the whole thing more interesting. Like what, what trumps what, what is the sort of deciding factor in these matches? And it could be really interesting to have those stats right there and and mm -hmm. just be able to sort of consume the the whole picture of this person yeah for sure uh, and and you know like even even um setting that up for the audience um like what they're good at and what they're bad at uh leaves the wrestler open to subvert everyone's expectations and just like throw out something you know wildly out of left field and everybody everybody would be like extra impressed because that's not something that that person is normally good at mm -hmm. if they're if they're extremely low on intelligence and all of a sudden yeah, they, they bust they, out some general relativity in the middle of the ring yeah and, and you know what like wow i as a mechanism especially from uh sort of like the hot-blooded hero genre of like anime all of a sudden their like intelligence meter really really increases during the match like yeah. they've, they've powered up i love that like at the beginning of the match, they're just like uh, trying to headbutt everyone like a ram, <laughs> just without fail, and just you, you know like just keep they keep doing it over and over and over again. But then you know mm -hmm. at some point something clicks, and then they just like uh, using psychological warfare. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the other thing that is uh, a part of sporting events and not wrestling, as far as I know. Can we start calling it wrestling? Let's call it wrestling. <laughs> okay. Is when something happens and there is a cannon that shoots things into the crowd. Well, like people? I mean, not typically. I was thinking oh. more of t-shirts. T-shirts. Like, <laughs> I mean, you could fire a person wearing a t-shirt. You could. Not where I'm going with this, but okay. still still valid. Okay, all right. I wonder if there's an opportunity during the the PowerPoint walkout segment to uh, fire some branded merch oh, into yeah. the audience. Yep. Yeah, uh, you could you could have that merch, you know, attached to a person, and you could fire the person out into the audience, and they can explain the merch to you when when you receive it. Mm-hmm. They could they could land, and then yeah. give you the pitch. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I love it. Um, or 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 if it's a T-shirt, they'll they can give you care instructions. Wash only in cold water. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're a coward. <laughs> Because that's that has to be on brand, right? It has to be fit with the um, mm-hmm. whatever energy the 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 wrestler is putting out. Mm-hmm. The other part of the sort of pre-match uh, hype that I wanted to touch on is the genre of the walkout music. Aha! Uh-huh. So many genres to choose from. Mm-hmm. And as you might expect, right now, I think it consists mainly of. Uh, what one could charitably call jock jams? Is that is that like um what what esports uses nowadays? Yeah, kind of... I mean it's. I think the what I think of a jock jams and what is actually used nowadays is actually probably pretty divergent. But it's there's definitely <laughs> a a type of thing. Sure. Yeah. And what I'm suggesting is in line with this more a sort of worldly approach to wrestlers. Um, maybe they start selecting less from the uh, the kid rock of and more from famous composers. Yes, I was just gonna suggest that, like um, classical music, but not not in terms of like uh, not like movie soundtrack uh, music because that's not classical music, first of mm-hmm. all. But it's also you know um, too too uh, passe, mm-hmm. um, ironically because it's newer than the classical music. Yeah, something really uh, refined, mm-hmm. really, really dainty, even to to set up um, a contrast between um, just like setting. Uh, it's again about that subversion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, setting setting expectations and then blowing them out of the water. I think the the point for comparison is really interesting as well, especially if you have, uh, say, one wrestler whose walk uh, walkout music is you know, a, a piece by Two Unlimited and yes. the other has a piece by Paco Bell, for instance. I think that that sort of the the contrast between the two is is setting up an expectation in, in the minds of the fans that, mm-hmm. that can then pay off during the match. And I love that. Absolutely. I, I wonder I wonder how that could like, you know, similar to the to the intelligence meter thing from before. I wonder um if there's a way to to subvert that uh that stylistic um energy mm-hmm. just kind of like you know in the middle of the match suddenly go classical mm. somehow mhm like not not like not like the saying to go medieval 
which is a different thing. Kind of that, but in reverse. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like just um, uh, like um, they they pull out one of those frilly collars. Oh man, yeah, and like the 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 dance mix of a Chopin tune plays, and they're like, yeah, yeah, "What yeah. now?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's what I was see hoping for. Can... <laughs> the idea of of remixes of classical music, but in that era, is extremely mm-hmm. funny to me. Yeah, uh, remixes, but also mashups. Mashups would be crazy because um, you would have this one song that that it's like two mashups in very similar genres, and so it's just like it just you just come out with another piece of music that is just equally different. I just the idea of especially if some of them, uh, if if composers of the classical era acted like. Uh, I want to say hip hop personalities today, and so like every time Brahms was on a on a remix of like someone else's tune, he'd be like Brahms in the house, <laughs> Brahm page. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, did Airhorn technology did, like? I mean, uh, clearly, you know, uh, cans weren't around back then, or maybe they were, but not the. That no, it, can, it would have to. Like, you'd have to do that on like an oboe or something. <laughs> or or a, a a person could just do it sure the i i feel like this is sort of the the setting up the match psychologically we've really like crossed our t's and dotted our i's there right the the sort of thing that holds it all together is the personality uh of the wrestler and the thing if we depart from the uh, world that we are living in right now in terms of wrestling and take, as as suggested by you in the early stages of this episode, take some influences from other forms of wrestling as it exists in the world. What if they just had to live in character basically all the time like luchadors? Ooh. Oh. Dude, is that what is that what they do? If you ever see pictures of of luchadors out and about, like going to a restaurant or whatever, they are in like they might be wearing a suit, but they but still they have still the wear the mask. They still wear the mask, and I Wonderful. love that. Wonderful. And I I think the uh, dedication to that to inhabiting that personality, like not just what if you know the Undertaker was fighting a dude, but what if the undertaker went to red lobster and like <laughs> right. that's to me that's like the true dedication to the art what if um that that guy uh, i was trying to think well uh, i was trying to make a a snap into a slim jim guy actually snapping into slim jims yeah i mean i assume he did well uh, except not con- when not contractually obligated to as part I'm- of his who was that? Macho Man. Randy. Randolph Savage. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, another thing I'd, I'd like to note um, from another kind of wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, um, sumo wrestlers are large all the time. Mm-hmm. So they also live their truth. I thought you were going to suggest what if they didn't, but no. <laughs> 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 okay sure 
Um, like just being extremely huge was part of like kayfabe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and then they would just I don't know how I don't know how. Well, I mean, I can imagine one way how, but uh, yeah, they would just kind of deflate. So, hmm. Anyway, uh, I I actually did a bit of research, which I know is unusual uh, for this show, but it, I was looking at at who's sort of, you know, at the top of the wrestling pyramid right now. Ooh. And it, it seems to me that it's mostly sort of like smirking, beefy looking guy uh, <laughs> and and less like literal monster that crawled out of hell. And sure. that was like the wrestling of, of my youth. And I feel like we kind of lost something from that era. Yeah. Um, what What is the do you did you get the current WWE champion's name? Yeah, but I didn't write it down. Oh. I don't think that's salient. That's not important. No, it's just uh, but but he just like it just looked like a like a dude, like it's a, just a, dude. a shirt the shirtless man. Yeah. And that's, that's what like the hmm. sort of all of them look like presently, which I guess if you're going for a more uh realistic approach to Raslin, it's a humanistic sure. kind of feel. It's um yeah, it's it's borderline brutalist. Mhm. Mhm. It's very much the the Le Corbusier uh, era of wrestling at present. That's right. They're and, they're all made of concrete and straight lines. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we need to bring back the Antonio Gaudi era of yes. wrestling, where it's just you know anything goes, and to that end, and not finished forever. Correct. Which I think you know is is actually a very very interesting point in that those those characters are constantly evolving it's not just like i am actually this person but like i am actually this dynamic character that changes over time and so to my mind that's very aligned with dungeons and dragons yeah yeah actually and especially as you are constructing your your wrestling persona uh, you could just roll up your character like a like a Dungeons and Dragons class, mm-hmm. and so like this is a you know roll. Okay, I'm I'm some kind of druid, and roll. I have uh, you know, I'm from hell. Roll and <laughs> and uh, I wear a, a mask with horns. And well, continuing and, with with Gaudi, uh, mm-hmm. you could roll a Sagrada Familiar. Perfect. Well done. Thank you. And so I think this introduces a really interesting mechanism into the storylines of Rasslin um, that we're that we're currently missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you saying are you saying like okay you would you would roll a character mm-hmm. and that would be your your Rasslin uh, alter ego, mm-hmm. uh, which which then would consume your life because you're you 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 live it yes, from that exactly. point forward. Um, which is interesting outside of the context of wrestling, kind of. It's like it's kind of like uh, Ultimate Makeover. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. I mean, uh, it's this like Queer has... Eye, but very randomized. <laughs> so you would roll, you would roll your character, you would roll like all these attributes for yourself, for your new self, and then you would find from that point, it's like you would find domain experts who would then, you know, uh, mold your your personality and your appearance mm-hmm. accordingly um yeah so anyway um going back to to Rasslin, mm-hmm. um you roll your character mm-hmm. 
but then uh then are there other like are you thinking of of um pulling in other aspects of of role play into this so i guess the the actual matches themselves would be um like encounters mm-hmm. that would that would you know um affect and be affected by by your character yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. you've uh, you've actually made me think of another kind of aspect of of uh, rolling up a new character and, and role playing, which is what if part of that was also finding out what your alignment was? Oh yeah, of course. And so your your matchup between the the classical playing wrestler and the Kid Rock playing wrestler was sort of a you know chaotic good versus mm-hmm. you know true neutral kind of matchup. Yeah. So we've been talking very much about the. Uh, I think the narrative of wrestling and I, uh, you know, we're, we're already 20 some odd minutes in, and I did want to talk about the uh, mechanics of it. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So l- let's talk about the ring. I can't uh, believe we spent 20 minutes on this. Already. I can right, easily <laughs> believe we spent 20 minutes on this. Um, it's a square. The ring, the ring. That doesn't make any sense. First of all. Yeah. So, <laughs> Shape definitely up for grabs. Size definitely up for grabs. Oh yeah, I mean, um, a a thirteen pointed, very very acute star. That mm -hmm. is that is, uh, I don't know, like um, the size of a of a a small courtyard. Mm -hmm. And then at the points of each of the stars is some kind of power up. Whether be it a piece of equipment, uh, or like some some drugs, mm-hmm. some like um, uh, like performance enhancing like steroids type drugs, or if you that's how we boost the intelligence stat, mm-hmm. like some kind of uh, focus um, cocktail. Yeah, some sort of nootropic. Yes. Yes, uh, or like a foldable table. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, some chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, which it. which of course you would use to write out equations and such mm-hmm. you would unfold the table and sit down. sit down and then and there would be like a notepad and and table and then you would just write down all the equations uh for the for the sick move that you're going to do so in addition to all of that which i like very much uh how many how many wrestlers might be in there at once typically two not necessarily two though no, no. I mean, like, I I know enough about about modern wrestling to uh, know that it's it, it can often be four, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, like, uh, if if the the thing is a pointed star, ooh, if the thing is like a like a big pointed star, uh, each person can can kind of is randomly assigned a point of the star and has to use starts in the corner of it, mm-hmm. uh, and has to use whatever they they start with there. Mm-hmm. And then they all meet in the middle, and uh, and like you know they're they're all like enhanced by some way that that nobody else knows. Mm-hmm. So so once they all reach the middle, nobody knows what to expect. I love that, and I really love the idea of there being an odd number of wrestlers yeah. in the ring because then you get those shifting alliances. It's Absolutely, not clearly, yeah. it's not a clear matchup. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think there could be? uh course hazards of course so like maybe one of the points 
you're like, I, I need another power up. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, duck in there, but it's a sand trap. Wouldn't it be funny if just one of the starting points um, didn't have something that helped you? It just had, had something that made it, made it worse, like a small swarm of bees mm-hmm. and the bees would follow you around. It's like you get doused in, in sugar or honey and it's like a bunch of wasps and that's it and then and then you get dropped in and you're like what this is it come on oh man and then you go into the middle and then you realize that you can kind of slough off some of the the sticky mm-hmm. goo on yourself and then throw it at somebody else and divert the bees to them and that's it, it's actually a power but you only can do that if your intelligence is high enough if you think if it, you wouldn't think of it otherwise if you realize the power up that you in fact have is not being pursued by wasps but is honey hands yeah exactly you you become the master of the oh you have to level up and then in order to harness the power of the wasps Mm. wasp conjuring so good that feels very good to me what about the like the rules of the match or the rules of wrestling itself. I mean, right now we're, we're sort of assuming they're competing for some kind of championship belt. Yes. And I, I feel like a lot of our work in this episode has been, you know, what, what if we were not feeding our baser instincts as, as animals and appealing to our more rational, enlightened selves? Yes. And so... Poetry slam? I mean, y- yeah. It has slam in the name. Mm-hmm. Super poetry slam. <laughs> it's there's something to that, like uh, sort of the the same idea as chess boxing. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, where there's you know maybe there's certainly a wrestling portion mm-hmm. to get people fired up, and then there's sort of a uh, debate portion. Oh yeah. Yes. Isn't that kind of what they do now, though? They they have this. Isn't there a section like the preamble to the match where the two people are in the ring and they are just like yelling insults at each other or something? Sure, I feel like that's just sort of that's 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 pre match hype. That's not part right. of the match itself. You don't get scored on on that. Right, but then they but they could. And they then could. That, they very it much could, be could. A, yeah, it could be a debate portion mm-hmm. um, to start it off. Oh, and then how well you debate uh, can dictate the power ups that you start with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta have brains and brawn. So this is all very good. Uh and and I feel like we've almost gone a little bit of the way into the sort of marketing and branding already just by calling it wrestling the whole time. Yeah. Is that do you think that that speaks to the the sort of more I wanna say like open world elements that we've introduced mm. into into wrestling? Rolling. <laughs> hmm. Um. I mean, that's sort of hard to say. Yeah. Is there rolling? Rolling. Hmm. Um. I mean, the the flip side of that is like ras playing, which I very much don't like. It sounds. It sounds unpleasant. Hmm. Oh, it's like um, like yeah, rasps. Okay, so this is like wrestling, what wrestling implies like um like a struggle, like a physical st- struggle. Mm-hmm. But there's there's no like mental component, which I I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I don't really have anything 
there's like uh, think think thinkling. <laughs> that's that's great, but not for this. <laughs> um yeah no but it's it's like you know chess boxing it's like um you're you're trying to inject a mm-hmm. a more intellectual element into a thing i mean chess chess boxing is literally the two things mashed together in terms of the name and the sport mm-hmm. but I this mean, this is more involved like this is more of a a melange stressling ooh that's very good i was going to go with like impressling well, or intellectualing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Intellectualing. Mm. Yes, that's the winner. I I like that a lot. If there are things in your life that you want redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at theredesigncast. We'd sure love to hear from you, and you can find the email link on our website. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a star rating or review on iTunes or share it with a friend. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.